Welcome to Tough Questions, Great Answers. My name is Darlene Marshall, and I am your host. I have spent more than 20 years as a hiring manager, and from 2006 to 2009, I wrote a blog called Interview Chatter. My passion is to see people increase their level of performance and get the jobs they want. My desire through this podcast is to share the secrets to successfully navigate the interview process. Grab a piece of paper and a pen and let's get started. So my journey to understanding the hiring process began uh, when I first applied to be a manager at AT AT&T. And I had no earthly idea how I was going to move from being an operator with a headset on my head, making $11.19 an hour, and someone saying yes to me, uh, we trust you enough to be a manager for our organization. AT&T was a massive conglomerate, (laughs) huge company. And even back in those days, and this was back in 1996, somewhere like that, 1994, 1995, 1994, um, it it was in that time frame that I was sitting on that phone with a headset trying to figure out how I was going to get promoted um, so that I could be a manager for AT&T. And so, you know, it's funny, I, I was sharing this story actually recently um, I remember, you know, going through the whole training process from three to midnight for about eight weeks, I believe. Then you graduated to the call center floor. And then after you got through your OJT training, um, you were put on a team and set free to answer phone calls and talk to customers and all that stuff. And I remember that there was a young lady by the name of Laura Lee, and I believe that was her name. And if not, it works for telling my story. She had a name. (laughs) I do believe it was Laura Lee. And Laura Lee came in the training class behind my training class at AT AT&T. She came in working three to midnight because that was how AT&T brought you in. If you had no seniority, you worked the three to midnight shift and you had to work your way up from there. And so I remember Laura Lee and she was in the previous or the class right after my class. And she graduated from her training program, probably a couple weeks after me, uh, we sat over the wall from one another. So we had these big cubicles that we sat in. And uh, I had my own real estate, if you will. In other words, I didn't have to share my my pod. That's what they called them, I believe, at that time. And Laura Lee was the same way. She didn't have to share her pod. And so even though we didn't have pod mates, we sort of became each other's pod mate. And she's over the wall from me and we could talk. There was an aisle between us. And, uh, you know, we were setting into, you know, being operators for AT&T, probably about six months, maybe seven months into uh, my employment, I actually applied for my first management opportunity. And of course, I didn't get the job. Um, And I say it that way, because (laughs) just because you apply for a job, clearly, and all of you probably know this already, you've been through this on some level. Just because you apply doesn't mean you're going to get the job. But I was young enough and and naive enough to believe that, you know, someone thought I was good, uh, even though I really hadn't spoken to anybody at that time in and, in and around my skills and abilities. But I was hoping. <laughs> so I this is about six months, seven months. I applied for a position. I didn't get it. I got that Dear John letter or Dear Darlene letter. Uh, thank you, but we've selected another candidate. So I went back with my tail between my legs to my cubicle and continued to take phone calls. 
And probably about two, three months later, one day I'm looking and Laura Lee is not over the wall anymore. Laura Lee is actually behind me in a office with a door and a window and a desk. (laughs) And I'm like, how in the world did she make that leap from her cubicle to the office with a view and a door and a desk? And she had gotten promoted. And I thought, my goodness, what did she do? How did she do that? And so I, from that moment on, even really to today, (laughs) fast forward from however many years it's been since 1995, because I believe that happened in 1995. uh, Fast forward to where we are today. I have been on a mission to help people understand the hiring process, to help people understand the interview process. Let me be more specific, because that's really where the fascination is. That's really where the meat and potatoes are. That's really where the rubber meets the road. If you are a job candidate, if you are out there and you are competing with other candidates for a job, the the interview is the sweet spot. The interview is where you either make a great first impression or you don't. The first interview, the screening interview, um, it will be the place that you uh, get the nod to come in again to a second interview. And so I became fascinated when Laura Lee got that job and hopped over from being in a cubicle with a headset on to being in an office. And so, of course, me being who I am, and if you know me, some of you will that are listening to this, some of you don't, but you will get to know me. (laughs) I set out on a mission. I wanted to know how she got that promotion. And so I went to her. I asked her. Now, keep in mind, I'm a lowly operator at that time. I, I'm not a manager. Uh, I, you know, Laura Lee's now in an office. I got to actually knock on the door. I can't just bust in like I could just walk over to her cubicle. And so, you know, I, I somehow got her attention one day and, and made a connection again, you know, cause we were, I wouldn't say friends, but we were certainly work friends. Um, so I said to her, I said, Laura Lee, how in the world did you get this job? And she said two things to me that I have never forgotten. She said, I read the book and I have a brother. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, what does that mean? Well, her brother was a manager for AT&T and and having a connection with someone that really can help open a door, pave a way. But the, the, the one that really struck me was she said, I read the book. And I said, what book did you read? And she said, I read a book, the book called 101 Great Answers to the Toughest Interview Questions. And I had never heard that of that book before. It's by Ron Fry. It's still out in publication. And yes, I highly recommend that you read the book too. But I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> we had a computer lab back at that time uh, where, and this was probably the first time that companies were even doing something like this, where there was a library of books and computers available so that anyone that wanted to grow and, 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 and pursue anything at that time, um, they provided an opportunity for you to use their computers, to read books, things like that in our little computer lab uh, at AT&T Universal Card Services. And it was nothing like what you would see today as a computer lab. Of course, this is back when email was not AOL and uh, computers are not were not MacBook computers or Windows computers or any of things like that. We certainly didn't have iPads and iPhones. We were still using wired telephones at that time. So anyway... Laura Lee tells me, read the book, 101 Great Answers to the Toughest Interview Questions. And so 
I said, okay, I got it. You read the book. And so probably hmm, several months after that, so I said about eight months, I believe, is probably when she got her promotion. Um, I actually had an opportunity about nine months in. So that I guess that would have been about a month after she got her promotion. I had an opportunity to apply for another management position. And um, I had the opportunity, I, I did, I actually had the opportunity to interview for a management position, a team leader position for AT&T Universal Card Services. And uh, I actually went through the interview and got another one of those Dear John letters or Dear Darlene letters. Thank you, but no thank you. Uh, we have selected another candidate. Now, at that point, I had not read the book. So I sort of chalked it up to, I didn't do what Laura Lee told me to do. And that's why I didn't get the job. Um, my manager, who I was working for at that time, his name was Darren. He was probably about 10 years younger than me. Um, so I wasn't really happy about that. I think he was about 19. That's probably not true, but he was certainly younger than me. <laughs> Darren actually went to the, what I call today, economic buyers. He went to the people that are the decision makers. He's the, he went to the people that gave me the yes or the no and found, tried, he wanted to find out why I did not get promoted uh, when I went through that interview process. And basically the answer that came back was I didn't answer the questions the way they wanted me to answer the questions. And back in those days with AT&T, they were very um, specific. They were very definitive. They were very clear about the answers that they were looking for from an interviewee. If someone was interviewing for a job and they asked you about team building or they asked you about uh, what skills and abilities do you have that you're going to be bringing to this department or to this job or whatever the question was, they had very clear, uh, they had a very clear understanding of what they were looking for from the candidate. So again, lesson number three, I had no idea that there was a, a model, that there was a map that there were specific answers to questions that they were looking for in the candidates that they were going to select for these management positions. So back to my desk, I go headset in hand, and I'm still on the phones as an operator. <laughs> That's okay, <laughs> because the, lesson, the lessons that you're going to learn it through the interview process are going to be in the no. When you get a no from a company, when you're trying to interview and you're trying to break through and get in... Uh, entry-level position or beyond that. Um, the lessons to learn, the lessons to be learned are going to come uh, on, the, on, the, on the mountain of no. When someone says, no, we didn't select you, we have a better candidate for the job. And so Darren wanted to sort of argue the point with those, the, with those that um, make those decisions way back then. But I told him no. I, I told him I didn't want him to fight for, for the job for me. I, I didn't want him to push the envelope. I wanted to know why I didn't get the job. That was important to me, but I thought it was even more important to try to understand what were they looking for and what did I say that they didn't like, or what was a better answer to the questions that I didn't answer in an appropriate way so that they thought I was the best candidate for the job. And so again, that's where the lessons began for me way back. This is back in 1995 that this all happened. And I think it's important for those of you that are listening to my podcast, Tough Questions, Great Answers. <laughs> I think it's important for you to understand sort of the genesis of why I have a passion 
for supporting people, helping people, coaching people successfully navigate the interview process. So I moved on. I took up, you know, went back to my desk, had my headset on, and I was there, a faithful employee, working probably still three to midnight, I believe, at that time, but but moving towards being able to um, bid for a different shift at some point. And so, you know, I, I'm in my process trying to understand. Now, again, I, if, you, if you recall, I, I mentioned I didn't read the book after that, you know, prior to that interview that I got the no on. So, of course, I was curious at that point. Once I got the information from Darren that I didn't answer the questions properly, I decided to go check out this book by Ron Fry. Um, he says that he has no idea why his book is so popular. And I remember reading that and I thought, I know why your book is popular <laughs> because I've been recommending that book since 1996. But again, I get ahead of myself. So let me go backwards. So I written, I got the book from the, from the lab at AT&T Universal Card Services and I began to read the book. And of course I had an opportunity. Um, well, you, I say of course, but you don't know this. I had an opportunity after I got uh, the no from our management at AT&T Universal Card Services, I actually got an opportunity to go through their management training program. And one of the things that I love to say to people in regards to my career and the trajectory of my career over the years is that I was born and bred at AT&T. I'm a phenomenal leader today, and I'm not saying that because I just am saying that. I'm saying that because I know I'm good at what I do What I do today as a leader. Um, I don't have a big head about it because I'm always in a process of learning and growing and stretching myself and others. But I know that I'm good at what I do. And I really ascribe that to the management training program that I had the privilege uh, to be selected for way back um, by AT&T Universal Card Services. And so I got selected after I didn't get that job um, as, a, as a team leader. I got selected to be a part of the management training program. And from that day again to this day, I've been in process of even learning how to uh, be a, a good leader, how to be an excellent leader, how to take people somewhere. And so I'm in the process now. I've got this book in hand. I'm reading the book. I'm trying to figure out, you know, what the secret is, because really a lot of the information that's in the book, uh, as I say to people, it's not a secret bullet. It really isn't. A lot of the information, if you decide to get the book, um, a lot of the information in the book is common knowledge. It's things that you've probably heard in the course of your life, but maybe you haven't. Um, and I know for me, I certainly didn't realize how important what came out of my mouth in an interview, my answers, how important that was to me getting to yes, from me getting uh, away from getting my dear John letters or my dear Darlene letters to getting to a yes. I, I just had no idea way back then and I believe I was about 27, 28 at that time. I was, I was 27. I was 20, by the time I got the promotion, I was 28 years old. So I didn't know that my answers mattered. And that's one of the things that this book taught me um, over the years is that what comes out of my mouth in an interview, it does matter. It matters to the person on the other side who's the economic buyer, who has the ability to sign the check or sign the paperwork that says, yes, I'm promoting this person or yes, I want to hire this person. And so I began to read the book. I went through the management training program at AT&T Universal Card Services. And suffice it to say that 16 months later from my start date, so nine months plus about seven months, I was uh, actually promoted into my first management position. 